shocked if I put on something more comfortable. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Say hello to my little friend! Keep your friends close. Put your enemies close. Houston, we have a problem. What we've got here is... The Sadie has no friends. Except, except Sean. Podcast! Oh. Okay. Um, hey. <laughs> hey guys, it's Sadie, and this is another episode to start your week of Sadie Has No Friends, except Sean. Hi, Sean. What if somebody's listening to this on a Thursday, then they're not starting their week? Oh, that's true. You know what? I don't think ahead to that kind of stuff. I'm like right here in the moment where it's Thursday and it's cold and we're in February and and you're it's right. It's not Thursday when we're recording this and it's hot outside too. <laughs> I don't know what you're saying. You're living in an alternate alternative universe. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. It's Friday. You know, being unemployed, I feel like the days just kind of mesh together so i'm like what day is it should i get her ready for the bus do the kids need no oh it's saturday okay that i'm like a mess i'm like a complete mess when you work although mondays really suck and sometimes it's a grind to get through some of the other weekdays like i genuinely at this point <laughs> in my life enjoy the weekend and you don't get that joy because every day for you is a weekend yeah i know but i don't want anyone to feel sorry for me but i do feel like i'm on this like hamster wheel of you know like get up and get so murphy ready for the bus and get her on the bus and then uh you know you and I record and then I edit this and then I exercise and then I, she gets off the bus. It's like every day I do the exact same thing. You need to do something with your life. I need to get out more, but what would ugh. you have done? I've never asked you this. I don't know the answer to this question. Like you weren't like me, neither one of us meant to get into radio. It just kind of happened for both of us. What, what were you going to do? What would you have done if it wasn't radio? Well, listen, I wanted to just stay at home and be a mom. And so that's what I was doing when I got this job because it just kind of fell out of outer space. And uh, I was like, well, this is perfect because then I could do it in the morning. And I, so I never wanted to do it. And then it ended up being wonderful because then I ended up needing to have a career. And right. so for that time I did, and I was able to do that, but no, this is not what I growing up was like, I want to do this. I don't know that I had anything. No. Yeah. But I just, we just went to Murphy's Murphy had like a concert and the kids walk up and they're like, my name is Susie and I want to be a dinosaur doctor. And I'm like, <laughs> uh. and I think Susie, I'm 41. And I still don't know what I want to. Well, I think I'm doing what I want to do with my life. I'm having That's fun. good. Well, good. Yeah. I love to hear that for you. <laughs> Sean, you don't have to pep talk me every day. <laughs> no, I'm having a lot of fun. This is where I'm meant to be. Which speaking of, look at this chair I'm sitting in. We, we, I will put this bonus content on our TikTok page. But look at this chair. This is the ugliest damn chair in the world. But we went to AFW the other night. Well, Your ass uh, is on it. Oh, there it is. All right. I see the very top of it. It looks like a normal office chair. It looks like a rich person fancy office chair, actually. Okay, well, you're not able to really see it. It's the most grandpa-like reclining chair I could find. And I love it, but I don't know. It might be too reclining because yesterday I was down here and I was editing and I fell asleep. 
in this chair. (laughs) That's how you know you got a good chair. I know, but you can't have that kind of chair for. I believe that the chair that I'm sitting on right now is it, it was definitely my grandma's. And before that, I think it was my grandpa's. And before that, I think it was probably his parents. And so this was like the at the advent of office chairs. It doesn't even have the knobs or the dials on the side. Like it's old. It's it's likely yeah. from the 70s. And so I would never fall asleep in it. Is what okay, I'm wait, let at. me it's, see again. Bonus content. Just stand up and let me see this fabulous. See, really looks see like it. my chair from American Furniture. It's I should just though. make up a I should make up a story about this chair. This was George Washington's chair. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that the other day? Um, speaking of that, just because you brought up George Washington, uh, there was a story from Colorado where we're from. Some dude got his storage unit broken into and they stole a George Washington painting that was like hundreds and hundreds of years old. Why are you keeping that in a storage unit? <laughs> like if I have a painting well, wait, of George but what Washington. If it's like an, what if it's like an antique roadshow thing where maybe they don't realize they have this masterpiece and then they went through it and they're like, damn, did you know? Maybe they bought it like at the Goodwill or something. No, they knew they I've had that it. happening. That's- they knew they had it. That's how they knew it was stolen when they went to look for it. They knew exactly what they had. <laughs> yeah, that like, is weird. I'm not, I have some sort of antique that's worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm not putting it in the ghetto storage unit, knowing that there's a good <laughs> chance that Hobo Bob might break in and take it. Like it, it that's not. Yeah, why I'm wouldn't you put it. it like in a? Wouldn't you have it in like a temperature? If I've learned anything from movies, you would have it like in a temperature control environment. So yeah, that way it would stay nice forever. Not a, yeah, not a crappy storage unit. Nicholas Cage taught me that national treasure for sure. You know, why didn't they ever make any more of those movies? There was like four I'd of see- them. I think they just got shitty after the second one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But is there any movie that didn't get shitty after the first or second one? There's literally no Toy story. Story. Wait. Toy story. Toy story. No, hold on. They can keep on putting out toy stories and they're always good. <laughs> That is true. Um, but no, after, can I can't think of nothing out? else comes to mind. Oh, I can. After I can. Two. Back to the Future 3. I've never the seen Western Back to the one. Futures, which is sad for me, but I don't like sci-fi and that has sci-fi. I know it's not a sci-fi movie, but it's too sci-fi for me. So I never watched it. Do you get scared? No, I don't get scared. I don't believe in it. I just I have trouble getting in that mode. I'll get I'll get well, and it's way too late. every time I say this, but the the Star Wars, the Star Trek, the anything that's along those lines, it just doesn't work for me. I can't do it. Yeah, I do. I feel that way about um, mobster movies like they upset me when I was really young. I don't know why I was allowed to watch Casino. I think my parents actually took me to the movie theater and. I mean, and that was at a time when you don't you didn't go to the movies for your kids. You you just drug your kid along to what you yeah. wanted to see. It was like no one batted an eye that I was there young and the movie Casino and Joe Pesci's <laughs> being taken to a field. <laughs> and, and that scarred me my entire life. I've never seen The Godfather. I've never seen The Sopranos. I, I can't watch mob movies because they upset me so bad. And yeah, then I like, accidentally one day turned a movie on on the weekend. It was on just like TBS and it, it was Tom Hanks 
And it was a mob movie, but I didn't know because it was at the end. And then Tom Hanks gets like shot. Cha, 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 cha. And I was like, oh, my God, this is why I can't do mobster movies. They just I, killed Tom Hanks. Yeah, that sucks. I can relate to that a little bit because my mom took me to see Titanic and the boobs were in there. <laughs> and that was my first ever set of boobies. And now I can't watch like Showtime softcore because I'm scarred. Right? I, back to seeing boobs with my mom and popping one and. It was just awkward Dude, for all I of went, us. I went to Titanic with my parents too, and I have that burned in my brain—the handprint on the window—and I'm like, "Oh my god! Oh my god!" And when you're young, it's just—it's so—it's so embarrassing. It's, I don't even you know think, what? even as I an was, adult, I think it's embarrassing. Yeah, if, if your kids are there for sure. But I was so young because I'm a little younger than you. Obviously, I was so young that. I don't even think I recognize the handprint and what was going on with that. I think that went right over my head. But the, I mean, you the boobs are boobs, and I had definitely never seen any. Oh yeah, mom, she did show her boobs because she yeah, did the paints her. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm like, what do I do here? I'm 14. How but, long like, does it take you I, to paint a picture? Of I love this so much, but at the same point, I hate it so much because my mom is sitting right here and it was just bad news. Ew. Then I called up my buddies afterwards and I was like, hey, there's boobs in the Titanic movie. We should go. And I went like six more times. That's probably why that movie did so well. It was like the best movie of all time, <laughs> theater wise. And I guarantee it's because like boys like me went with their mamas and then they called their buddies and they're like, Let's and they go left just like the right boob. after the part. They're like, OK, boob parts yeah, over it. like 60 percent of the audience gets up and walks away. There's <laughs> tissues left. Every, ew, you know what? Too far. I apologize. It's all we were there no, for. I mean, you know what? Ryan has these exact same affliction because his dad had him watch Jaws when he was little. And now he like in a swimming pool, he is like he's freaked out just at water in general, just any kind of water, water in general. He is terrified of, the which w is weird Star? because, yes, he doesn't pool? like the idea of not being able to like see. Oh. I know. And that's where I'm like, what do you do in a swimming pool? But I don't know. I would be He's a lot more scared in a swimming pool that a little kid dropped the deuce in there than I would be of a shark for sure. <laughs> I know. I'd worry more about a turd floating by than it's yeah, not even, you're exactly right. It's not even the turd that bothers me necessarily, but I've seen how five year olds wipe their ass and it is not good. They don't do a good job. It's like oh it's like a quarter God. clean unless they get help. It's like a quarter clean. And that means that there's a lot of little twerps that are five and under that are swimming. that are only a quarter clean. And the rest of the three quarters of the poop they didn't get off their butt is now in the pool. I once at our community pool, just in our neighborhood, um, I once saw, I just happened to be, you know, shocking zoning out and staring at people. <laughs> That's not like me. And I'm sitting there and I'm staring at people and I just happened to look over and this, kids like into the pool and you know luckily i was wrapping up the day with the kids and i was like get out of the pool and the mom looks around and then picks her kids up and gets their shit and leaves and i am like that's so uncool somebody's that gonna is. come down the slide and get a face full of your kids barf and what so i know i do? went like you need to go tell the lifeguard so they yeah. say everybody get out of the pool. And then what they do, I I don't even I think they just add a bunch of chlorine and fish the chunks out. 
Yeah, so two know. different times, we spent good money to go to this hotel called Great Wolf Lodge. It's like a kid's hotel, right? <laughs> yeah. And they have like a water park in it. Two different times we go, and within five minutes each time, some kids drop the deuce in there, and they shut down the whole thing. And so then you can't do anything. You're kicked out. But I, I often wonder, too, because then within like two hours, they're like, all right, everything's good. You didn't drain no, all the water. No, it's not. They get everybody out. Yeah, you didn't. That's why... Uh Oh, you're frozen, Sean. You froze for a minute there. Your Internet sucks. No, they they closed. No, they they get everybody out of the room and then they just pour a bunch of chlorine in. And I've heard they just fish the chunks out. Now, when I was at Great Wolf Lodge, I you know what? I shouldn't even be naming names. But (laughs) You're giving me a face like, should we not name names? No, you can. We've already said Great Wolf Lodge. They're already out on our list of a potential sponsors. So just rag on them. Let's go. <laughs> Damn it. They were number one on my list. <laughs> I know. Mine no, I, I, I totally saw a kid like just slice his foot and there was like blood. It looked like looked like the movie Jaws. And I was like, oh, my God. You know what? They come in, they do their protocol, whatever that is. But I still see that blood in the water, that turd floating around. You know, I feel terrible because when I thought Murphy was fully potty trained, she was asked to go swimming with a friend. And I'm like, yeah, she's good. She's totally solid. Again, Sean, you're correct, because even at the age of six, she is I'd give her a 20 percent rating at wiping her butt. And so I was already kind of like oh and so she went and within five minutes she she dookied in the pool and they had to pack everything up and they had to come home we're talking kids but you know when you're a mom you got bags and you got towels and you got toys my kid took a dump in the pool and then was brought back home and i'm like oh you're that kid yeah dude so oh, I don't, no. I don't think I've ever had any of my three kids be that kid at the pool, but I'm a little worried <laughs> this summer because here lately, and I don't know why, because Boone is five now and I, yeah. he, he's never had this problem before and he's never had this problem with me. But every time for the last probably five or six times that Shannon's given him a bath, he poops in the bathtub every time. <laughs> it's just like a natural yeah. instinct that it, it happens in the bathtub. So he's not allowed to take baths anymore because he poops in there every time. So he has to take showers now. And I'm afraid that like, it's just going to be like, go swim this summer. And it feels like the bathtub. So he's going to take a dump. Can I tell you, has he ever pooped in the shower before? Because that's a fun game. No. Oh, okay. Then we won't go there because yeah, Murphy did that for a while too. And she'd be shocked. Like what? There's a turd. And I'm like, what? What do you mean? It just falls out. You know that it's coming. (laughs) Yeah. And so... But she got over that. Boone will get over that. I promise. I That's mean, if he's still shit in the bath at 16, you're in a lot of trouble, buddy. That's true. Well, I still have a problem similar to that where I I used to just have a little Where fun warm in the shower. water just makes you. Yeah. And so now I go every time there's a rainstorm, I get real excited. <laughs> <laughs> you're so gross. <laughs> um, speaking of gross, and then we're going to put this to bed because we're 15 minutes in and we've talked about duty again way more but this was this was practical this time though i feel like this was this real was life yeah this was professional yeah. needed duty talk um so i got a text last night from a very reliable medical source who says you do poop when you die this well, I didn't want to bring it up again but i've had multiple people text me since we said that and they also confirmed 
So what does that mean? Does that mean my sister doesn't know what she's even talking about? Maybe your sister, all of her death victims were constipated and they it just didn't come out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to believe. Do I'm going to call her and be like, well, you dumbass people do poop. But this person who called me or texted me yesterday, this very reliable source was also like, but it doesn't happen every time. Yeah. It's not like an every time. Like, what if you just went? And yeah, then you, five you minutes later, you drop right. dead. You're yeah. good. You're, and I, I'm you know sure what? I hope scenarios. that for myself and everyone I love. That's what I hope. That you so. don't. That you had just gone right before that you That I just gone and it's nice and clean and it's beautiful. Maybe I fall and I lay down. But I've seen pictures of myself sleeping and it is scary. It's 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 open mouth. I don't think I'm going to be a very attractive dead person. Yeah, me either. I'll definitely drool when I die because I drool all the time. I don't even just drool when I'm sleeping and it's gotten worse over time. I don't. This is a problem. Uh, it's it's a problem in my day to day life. Like, I feel like I need to go to the doctor because I might have overactive like drool glands. It's happening right now as I'm thinking about it. My mouth is filling up and it's like getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And it causes me to not be able to talk. And so I have a lot of spit going on in my mouth and it happens often. And so when I sleep, it all just comes out. Sometimes when I'm just watching TV, it just starts coming out. And so like, I don't know what's wrong. How with old me. are you? Yeah. I don't know. No. How I'm old are you? How old are you? 37. If something's wrong. <laughs> this wasn't a, I, I've always been a drooler, like a sleep drooler, but that's normal. I haven't what been just Shannon a normal she, everyday like, walking around. On? Yeah. Like, why are you just randomly drooling when we're walking around? You hungry? You need something? I don't know. I don't know what's 40? wrong. It causes sometimes, sometimes I talk for a living. Yeah. And sometimes it will get so full, I can hear it in my voice. And I'm like, I got to go like re-record something that I've done because I can hear so myself like sloshing. It. it comes right back. No. Yeah. Do you think know. that's a real, are you scared? Because that's a medical thing, it sounds like. Well, not only is it happening in my mouth, but it's happening with my eyes too. Like, I just feel like I'm producing a lot of liquid right now. So my eyes are always watering as well. <laughs> I don't know what's up. <laughs> I, and then it's full on like a cry. And so there's times where, and I'm not a very emotional guy. And even sometimes I'm emotional. I'm good at hiding my emotion because I just have always been that guy that's not emotional. Yeah. So I don't want to be the guy that's crying. And so yeah. even if I am crying, I've always been able to hide it. And here lately, I'm crying at everything because I'm not crying, but, but you're my not eyes sad, are just watering. But it looks like you're crying. Yeah. No, it's full on like tears so running Shannon down ever my like, face. Why are you crying? It's like my kids running joke now. Dad's crying again. <laughs> and I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. So lots of liquid going on. The good news is it's not snot, I guess. Have you Because that's embarrassing. It? Don't Google it. And so Google I did Google, I Googled the eye thing. So the eye thing, it sounds like is like, and it sounds backwards, but people get the, like your tear ducts get blocked. And when they're blocked, oh. they feel like they have to overproduce. They build so, up. Wait. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And okay. so, because it thinks that it's, it's like counterintuitive. You are so brave to Google. I, I literally have had to completely stop Googling any kind of abnormality or question at this point in my life. I'm like, that's weird, but I, I'm just going to move on. I can't think about it, but you're producing a lot of spit, huh? Spit and tears. I just, I don't, that sounds I, like a country song. We're speaking of, tears. Spit and tears. speaking of, I heard Beyonce's song. 
the country oh, song? I don't know if I want I don't know if I want to get on this subject. <laughs> oh. There's a narrative out there and I'm not going to get myself caught in it. Oh. So we're go gonna- ahead. You no, you go ahead and you talk about Beyonce's song and I'm just going to listen to you. No. Well, listen, if I I li- I heard a clip of it. Mhm. And just honestly, what I thought was she does. I mean, she has a beautiful voice. Yeah. But I'm like, if I heard this on the radio and I I would assume I was listening to a pop channel, you know, I don't know that I agree with that necessarily, because it has the music, not her voice, but the music behind her definitely has. It's almost like it feels too twangy. Yeah. You were did your did your grandparents ever watch that show? Um Hee-haw? Hee-haw, yeah. It feels <laughs> hee-haw-y. The music yeah. feels hee-haw-y. So they're not going to play hee-haw music on the pop station. Her voice sounds very R&B pop. And so it's like, no, do I you don't remember that song, that that Get Up song? It was a huge, like two, three years ago. Um, Blanco Brown did it. It's called The Get Up. And everybody did the line dance, and it was a huge craze. I, you would know it if you heard it. I wish I could play it right now. It, <laughs> Sing it. it. Sing it to I, me. <laughs> no. Do the dance. It's, I don't even know how the dance goes. But anyways, it was a huge thing. And I, it sounds kind of like that, which was also kind of like hokey. It was supposed to be a moment and a line dance. And that's how I see this. I, If Beyonce puts out a legit country song that I think is great for a country radio station, I would play it tomorrow. I post Malone's about to do it. And I've heard love him. He's got, I hear he's got great stuff coming. I, Jelly post Roll. Malone, he was a rapper two years post, ago. Jelly Roll was a rapper. It's so not, true. And yeah. Like Post Malone is just one of those artists that he sings. He could do any genre and just nail it and kill it. And he doesn't even try to be cool. He's just a cool <laughs> dude. And Have you I watched really him like dance? Him. Yes. Like when Have he you- dances on stage, it's wild. It's wild. He looks like he's the highest guy on the planet. And he might be. Speaking of that, have you seen the video of him where he's like talking to some like homeless dude and he's so high and the guy's like, and then he's talking and Post Malone's like, yeah, man. Yeah, that's awesome. man. It's like, he's not even there. I don't know. I love him. And he came a few years ago to Cheyenne Frontier Days and I didn't get to meet him, but everyone that did said that he was just a super nice guy. I've heard he's and, one of the most genuinely nice guys, and he's he's just like his own little thing. I love it, too. And don't get me wrong. I, I'm not trying to defer from the Beyonce thing. I, I love her as well. There's plenty of great Beyonce music. I just don't know that it's necessarily the greatest fit on country radio. But we live in an era where you and I have talked about this before country radio is great and it has its place, but it's not the only game in town anymore. It's no. not the only that there's these songs can live and they can have success without country radio. And that's great news for everyone, including Beyonce. Yeah, You can find this music anywhere that you want to find it. And it's on demand whenever you want to find it. And so if that's your thing and you're then that's great. I just don't think that the same audience that listens to like a Jason Aldean is would be. I don't know. I mean, I just listening to that song. It sounded like a caricature of a country song. Yes, that's you I know think what I mean? Perfect way. A perfect way to describe it for sure. And so I'm like, oh, that's almost in a way it's kind of insulting because it's like twang to twang to twang. You're like, OK, well, we're not boning our cousins out here. <laughs> we're not. <laughs> Sean, <laughs> first or second. Doesn't matter. I- uh, yeah, I don't know which one she is. We get we're waiting for our twenty three and Me results to come in. We're hoping <laughs> for a like second. a fourth or I fifth. Just, but I just read 
about a woman who found out she slept with her brother, had no idea they randomly met. They had a passionate affair. And then they found out that they were indeed brother and sister. Like full blood. Like Same full parents. blood. But as disgusting as that is, wouldn't it be less awkward just because you didn't know each other and you could just be like, oh, I'm never going to talk to anybody about this and we're going to forget this ever happened. You right. know? It's not like how you would look at your, you know, your uh, sibling now. That's yeah. that's a trip. That's disgusting. But I read this and I was like, oh, it's embarrassing. I mean, honest, yeah. Honest mistake at that point. I didn't know you were my <laughs> sister. If I did, I wouldn't have done it. If you do it again, if you're like, well, shoot, that was really good, though. So I'm going back for more, even though I know now, then you got a problem. If you stop once if you found out, yeah, my bad, my bad, we're not doing it anymore, then it's OK, I think. OK, not Sean, I just I really feel like you would do it again. I feel like if I had to put the house All on right, it, one more I, time, just for the road, one more time for the road. Don't tell anybody about it. And then we can't ever again. That's it. We're done. I knew it. I knew you'd be more than one or um, so anyway. Yeah, I was just reading about that. And then what was I just thinking about? My, oh, so the bus picks Murphy up right outside of our backyard. Like I can see it from our back porch. And so uh, he's been taking her to school. Ryan has it most mornings. And I'm like, why are you taking her to school? And he's like, because I always felt sorry for bus kids. I did too. Kids. And I'm like, what? I rode the bus. And so I'm like, you felt sorry for, I never felt, I guess I was a bus, but you know who I always, um, thought, wow, these people are rich. Not the people that got picked up and dropped off at school. People that brought their own lunch. Really? That was packed with care. Are you insane? I had to go through the line. Slip slop and flip flap and it was pizza Friday, which is actually solid. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I was a half and halfer. There was times where, but my parents didn't pack my lunch for me. If I wanted to take my own lunch, they would buy me the groceries to do it. But I packed my own lunch if I wanted to take my lunch. Then some days I took it and some days I didn't. And we were by no means high class. As a matter of fact, we were probably, we were like a couple notches below middle class. Like not full on low class, but definitely a couple notches below middle class. And so, uh, yeah, I was... I was a, but I was a, I'm a picky eater. We've talked about this many times too. And so I was a menu watcher. Like it was, it was <laughs> even a at that age. Oh dude. I watched that menu because if I went to school without my lunch and they were having chili with beans, beans are one of the top things on my list. I was out <laughs> and I didn't eat. And so I had to watch that menu. Wow. What was your favorite thing? Mine was the chicken patty sandwich. No, I didn't like that one. See, you picky little bitch. Um, But anyway, I was thinking about all the things. You didn't even let me answer. You asked me what my favorite was. Sorry. I don't I didn't have one. You asshole. (laughs) I will say I just got done talking shit about the chili, but I would always get excited about the chili and cinnamon rolls because it was always a combo. And so I wouldn't eat the chili because it had beans in it. And I hate beans, but I would eat the cinnamon roll. And oftentimes I would find a sucker that would give me at least part of their cinnamon roll, too. So I would have at least a cinnamon roll and a half. And that was like a little rat. And their cinnamon rolls were good, too, which was interesting because the rest of the food pretty much sucked. But I don't know. Pizza Friday. No, the pizza was bad at my schools. 
You know what was bad? The fruit. You know, now uh, I might. Murphy goes to a school where it's very like uh, the parents are super involved. Right. So Sophie and Cooper went to a different school when they were young and it was different. It was not many parents could volunteer or could do stuff. But this school, that's not a thing. And so they were I'm like, I, sh- I need to volunteer and do something. And so I volunteered for lunchroom and my job was to stand. Now they have like a full um, salad bar. And I had to stand there and tell every kid they had to pick two vegetables. This was a nightmare. It was like an hour and a half because each class had to come Mm -hmm. in. And I'm like, two, you got to. Nope, that's one. Nope, that doesn't count. By the end, I'm like, I don't care. Roll through, roll through, roll through. Because <laughs> like, you, do they have to eat them? Does somebody like police well, their plate? Well, and that's plate? the thing. I'm like, are you going to eat this? Because if you're not, then that's just waste. <laughs> yeah. Give it to me. I'll eat it. <laughs> By There's the end, no I had a big plate of food. Peas, though. It yeah, was a big but that plate was peas, that was the, that was the only thing that I was, I guess, qualified to volunteer for. And halfway through, I was like, I I don't care. Go you through. You do strike me. You strike me as a lunch lady. Like, I feel like we were talking earlier about what careers we would have if you if you weren't in radio. And I feel like lunch lady at a school could have worked for you. You could have done that. That would be a good career. Like lunch ladies are a lot of there's two types of lunch ladies. There was always the real mean, grumpy one that would like slam the mashed potatoes on your plate. And then there was always that friendly, kind one that was like your best friend at school. I look forward to talking to the lunch lady every day. And you would have been that. You, you could have been would a I have been that the, would I be good one. Yeah, you would have been the good lunch lady for sure. Oh, see, you know what? I totally think I could do that job. The hair net. Yeah, like that. That would be the job for you. You think that for me, that's the job for me? That that's, sometimes that's the that lunch, I should shoot. <laughs> some, sometimes that lunch lady got me through the day. Like I felt like I had no friends and I had nothing else other than the nice little lunch lady. And so that's a life changing career. You could change Sean, lives. that is so sweet. And I don't want to talk down on lunch ladies. I remember I never had a mean lunch lady. They were all incredibly kind, like grandmothers. And so I don't know what you mean by mean lunch lady, but I don't know if I, I have it in me to work with kids. Just in general, any age. That's the nice thing about being a lunch lady, though, is you're not you got them for 14 seconds. It's not like you're teaching yeah. them a class. You got them for the mashed potatoes and and then they're moving on. And so balance. Yeah, I know. Now they do breakfast and they do all kinds of stuff. Jeez. See, every day I feel like I say something that makes me sound old. But when there, there was nothing like that, was there? It was I, like, you was don't have lunch money. You did not eat. There was breakfast. But I so going back to the bus thing, I always felt like riding the bus one made I it, for whatever reason and I'm not saying this is a like an insult to people this is just the connotation that I had in my head about them but I also felt like the kids that rode the bus were like the uncool like poor kids and I hate to say that because I know that's not the case my kids ride the bus home every day now and so wow but, but back then that's how I saw it and I also saw it for whatever reason you could go in early to school like who wants to go early but you could go in early and they had breakfast. And I always thought those kids are the kids. Like I thought that too kids, growing they up. Got I guess sent you're to right. School early. Yeah, and then there was an right. after school program. And I thought, I thought the same thing about those after school kids. And so I was just a judgy little asshole. <laughs> and all those kids have better careers than me now. And they're I all know, more successful. I know. <laughs> you're 
<laughs> like, ew, you're riding a bus. And that person's like your boss somehow. Um, yeah, there were so many different like status symbols when we were younger. Like, I remember people who had cable TV. That was like, what? And then I remember going over to somebody's house where they had a hot tub. If your friend had a hot tub, it was like, my God, is your, does your father drive a Lamborghini? And then there were people like I knew I had friends who they went skiing all the time. Oh, my God. It was just. Yeah. I My best friend in like middle school and through most of high school before I met Shannon was a girl. And it was always just a platonic relationship. We and then it ended best. when he met Shannon. <laughs> we, no, we were just best buddies. It, yeah. We just were. And her parents were uber rich. I'm talking, I remember the first time I went to her house and I, it was like a castle. That's what it felt like. I was like, dude, this is freaking <laughs> amazing. This People live like this and I had never seen anything like it. And then wow. I found out that her parents worked at the same place as my parents. And I didn't compute in my mind that there's different levels of, they both worked at HP, Hewlett Packard. Back then it was like a big deal to work at HP, right? But my parents, I think, were the like the peasants. They, maybe the janitors, I don't know what they did. And her no, parents, like, were the, they were building the computers. Yeah, where do you work again? What what company is okay? And where is it located? That's so weird. My parents, they must be packing away money like squirrels. <laughs> yeah, right. <They're, laughs> but no, have, another they have thing bad would gambling be, addictions. I remember, I mean <laughs> not to go back to like how you knew other people were rich and you weren't. Uh lunchables, like kids who would bring lunchables. That was just like so tree rich, you rich sons of bitches. I got a and lunchable they, like twice a year and it was big days. No. both times. And then I'd open it and the turkey smelled like farts every time. And I was like, man, I was so excited about this and it's not even good. I know now as an adult, I'm like, ew, it's like a ghetto ass shark tutorie board or whatever the hell it's called charcuterie yeah. board. And back then, yeah, it was like, ugh, ugh. But, you know, if you saw somebody with it, with a lunchbox, it was like, damn, you, your parents are doing well. Good on you. Now Slop. they have a thing. I don't know if it's just where we live or if it's a statewide thing in Colorado, but the, the kids don't, my kids don't have to pay for lunch. You can eat lunch and it's free. They get, I know. And at That's, the school yeah. that the kids go to now, they have like, it's crazy. I've never seen anything like it. It's a giant school and they have stations every day. There's an Asian station. There's a Mexican station. What? There's an American station. They can pick from like 17 different food options every day and it's all free. Are you kidding? We got so boned. Oh, dude, I got called in one day. I got called into the office and it was humiliating because I had you my parents. <laughs> no, my parents didn't pay the lunch bill. And they were like, unfortunately, oh, no. you're, you're going to have to tell mom and dad that if they don't send you with some money tomorrow, we we're going to have to have you're going to have to have a cold lunch. You got to bring your own lunch because you're way behind. Luckily, they didn't do it in front of like the Stop other kids. But it. yeah, so Sean, I, that's that's an upsetting story. It wasn't it wasn't because my dad couldn't afford it. I think he just forgot. Yeah. Now, now, I mean, a it's free. But I mean, when Sophie and Cooper were younger and they went to school, it was not free. And you had to you would get like a text message that's like your account is getting low. Click here to add more money. So they made it incredibly easy to. Yeah, I remember my mom writing a check for to give to mm -hmm. the lunch lady for a week's worth of meals 
And yeah, now it's it's not only free. It's it is. It's like going to the mall and there's like a Chick-fil-A and there, you know, with us, it was just Oh it's gosh. like Chick-fil-A off of Wish, though. It's definitely like a lower <laughs> class Chick-fil-A. Every day the kids come home and I'll ask them what they had for lunch and they they bitch about it every time. <laughs> lower class Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Are you like, you should have been around in my day. Yeah, we had that? one option, sucker. I was stuck with the lo mein. You didn't have to eat the lo mein. You could have got lo mein or hot dogs or cheeseburgers or anything you wanted. And you you chose the lo mein. That's on you. <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I remember that that was like a big indicator of how my day was going to hash out is what was for lunch that day. If it was like a chili day or one of those turkey days where they have the turkey gravy. Mm-hmm. And I knew I was just going to just have the worst day. Did you do you remember in elementary school? This just dawned on me, but like the start of the day, they would do attendance and they wouldn't they would say your name and you had to say if you were there or not because it was all on paper. There was nothing digital back then. And you also had to say if you brought your own lunch or if you were having hot lunch and then they turned that paper into the into the lunch lady. So she knew how much to make every morning. I don't remember that. No. And then we did the Pledge of Allegiance over the little intercom. We did do that. Yeah. Every single day. That was allegiance. That's how the day started every day. I don't even know. Yeah. Pledge of Allegiance says America and God. And those two words are sometimes okay these days. That makes me so sad because that is a, that's a really sad fact. But Murphy was saying it like a couple weeks ago and I was like, huh, okay, I guess they do still do it. Um, But maybe they don't. Maybe. I do remember there was like a foreign kid or something in one of my elementary school classes. It was the first time I ever experienced it, but he he didn't stand for the pledge. He was able to sit it out. And I was just like, (laughs) this, this little traitor. He's going to, he's yeah. Yeah. Right. That's exactly (laughs) what is this? I don't understand at that age. You really don't. Everybody else is singing this poem every day and your ass doesn't like it. And you know, what's funny is we look at like other countries, like when I see on the news, like in China, there's a school and they're reciting something. I'm like, what a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> and then you think about all the things that we think, well, that's just how we grew up. You you stood in front of the flag and you said that. I mean, in generations to come, sadly, people will be like, what? What, do you, what did you do? We true. stood in front of a flag and we said a poem and they're going to be like, that is insane grandma it's very very true all right we're over our time today do we need to do anything before we leave no we don't we, we are we don't we are, know we, we will no do to, okay tomorrow okay yeah okay right. so is colt's jingle done already i don't know he sent me the lyrics to it last night and was like i think this is it <laughs> sadie approved it <laughs> okay but, yeah, if she approved it then it's well, he's good. like do you think i should say your Perky or corky? And I'm like, well, I wish I were perky, but you should just put me in corky because no one's going to believe I'm perky. (laughs) Okay. Do you think people just don't take our podcast seriously? Well, not yet. We've done 15 episodes. It's going to take some time. It's going to be all right. Why haven't I moved into a boat yet? Yeah, I know. I'm wondering too. If I don't get my first paycheck within the next couple of days, I'm probably going to quit. 
<laughs> I swear to God, that's what keeps me up at night is I'm like, fucking Sean is going to one day be like, because listen, the podcasting thing, it's a, it's a marathon. You oh, grow as you go. I know. And so I'm I like, know. oh my God, what if we get like a hundred episodes in? And he's like, I don't have time. I just said yes to being the, the voice of I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do it. You're safe. You're safe in me. The only way that, the only way that that would happen is if you go and do whatever you're going to do and, and it just doesn't work out professionally. I don't know. Thank you so much for listening to (laughs) shut up, Sean. It sounds like you're reading a script. I try. You say goodbye then. All right. Enough about the lunch, ladies. I think it's time to wrap it up. Our time's up here. I have things to do. Why are you yelling at me? I'm not yelling. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm yelling. All right. We got to go. I got to go. We're still not ending right. Colt, my friend Colt, who says that we're not ending these shows right, is going to be mad, but it's fine. We're ending it. We are having a song made specifically for the taste of this show. I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, like our, the, you know, like the vibe. If the show tasted, I bet it tastes like <laughs> rotten <Shit>. salmon. <laughs> Bye. You suck.